What would I do for the next 90 days in this business to make sure I could dominate in 2023? Hey everyone, Matt Smith here, Matt Smith Real Estate Group, all or nothing in real estate. I was going through some old content and found some great trainings that I'd done in the past um, that I wanted to share with you. So stay tuned. There's going to be some great content and it will reference some other things because we did do it in the past, but it's such great content. I wanted to share it, with, share it with you all to make sure you had it. So stay tuned and enjoy the episode. Thanks for listening. I wanted to share some of the stuff that I did myself, the things that I've learned in these rooms that I've been fortunate enough to be a part of. Um, I've been a part of some pretty big rooms with uh, John Cheplak, one of my coaches, Bill Pipes, another one of my coach coaches. Uh, actually, I have three coaches in my real estate career. Um, I have a nutritionist for my health. Um, I'm I'm all in on getting better and self improvement, and so um, that that's well over a six figure investment a year for myself. Uh, but it's investing in myself getting better, which you get infinite returns on. And so anyway, um, some of the things that I've learned in these private masterminds, these rooms, different things, I'm going to go over today. Some things that I'm hearing from other team leaders, from other agents across the country, from number ones in their marketplace, number ones in Canada, um, different brands, different things that I'm hearing uh, that I collect all that data. I'm always the biggest learner in every room that I'm in. And I'm going to share that information with you on what, how I've packaged all that together along with my own findings and the own, my own things that I've implemented in my team um, to make sure that we can dominate 2023. All right. That being said, let's dive in. And I'm going to go back and forth from sharing to not sharing guys. Cause I want to, I want you to have the interaction as much as possible and it not just be a, a slideshow boring presentation. So this is nine proven steps to dominate 2023. Oh, there's 10. I already gave you away a secret. I always like to do plus one. So there's actually 10. I promoted nine, but there's actually 10 steps. So we got a freebie. So I asked myself one question when I was prepping this. What would, what, what would I do for the next 90 days in this business to make sure I could dominate in 2023? I picked 90 days because if you look at anything in your life, whether it's your health and fitness is a great analogy, right? You can't get in shape in a day. It takes an effort, consistent effort over a period of time. Well, your business is the same way. We just, as humans, are used to the instant gratification we get in the world. And so I, I chunk everything into 90 days of consistent effort before I look to see if there's any result. Um, and so what would I do for the next 90 days in order to dominate 2023? And that's kind of what I ask myself to unpack some of these things. A lot of agents that I find that I coach, that I talk to, that I mentor, that I run into in these events... Um, just said, well, I tried this new lead source or um, these leads are terrible or this person isn't converting. And it, there's a lot of things that we're pointing the finger and we're saying, well, it's not working because of this or because of that. Instead of we're spending our time focusing on the on the problem and focusing on an excuse versus focusing on finding a solution. And so first thing I would encourage you is to be solution oriented in this business. Someone is going to win. There is going to be real estate sold. It's the people to find out the solutions to the problems that are going to win. And so you can sit back and point the finger or you can accept responsibility and you can find a solution and help more people. Um, and so what would you do for the next 90 days in this business to make sure to dominate 2023? So that sounds like you need to create a plan, right? Well, in the absence of action and a plan, fear exists and takes over. Got this from my buddy coach, Bill Pipes. In the absence of action and a plan, fear exists and takes over. So how many real estate agents have a clear plan of what they need to do on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, they review monthly, they review quarterly, that's going to get them to the predictable business of where they should be in a year? Not many. Most agents work on accident and not on purpose. And when you work on accident, you don't have a clear plan, and you don't know what action you should take. It's a slippery slope downhill, downhill my friends. What happens is, especially coming off of the back of this great market that we've been a part of, this market that happened to us, that we just kind of were order takers for a few years. Like if we don't adjust our mindset and realize that we are in control, we have to have a clear plan and take action. Like those two simple things, if we don't realize those exist, then this business, you're going to, this business is going to eat you up because what has happened in the last three years is not realistic. That's not sustainable and that's not what the market is going to be. So you have to be willing to take action and you have to develop a clear plan. Otherwise, you become fearful 
And that fear turns into panic. And when you panic, you freeze. And so in order to prevent fear, overwhelm, or you freezing, you need to have action and a plan. So step one, you got to set a goal. You got to have a clear plan, clear, specific, actionable, and measurable. Clear, specific, actionable, and measurable. Every goal that you set needs to hit all of those requirements. And I added another one for this market normalization for all of my goals and all the stuff we talk about internally is they need to be realistic for this market normalization. What do I mean they need to be realistic? So you have to set a goal and build a clear plan. We're going to break that down how I do that. And I'll share some insights with you. But it has to be realistic as well. So what do I mean it has to be realistic? If we made, if we made say, uh, Coach Pipes gave me some numbers that he uses, 60 conversations for one appointment. That's the numbers that he sees from a lot of teams that he coaches. We're very fortunate on our team. We're um, significantly uh, less conversation for appointments appointments there. There's a lot of factors that go into that lead generation, our marketing, our branding, the skill set of the agent, et cetera, right? Uh, But what we are planning for is double the action for a very similar result. As this market normalizes, we're going to have to take more action for less of a result. We're going to have to work on our skill set and be better skilled and take more action for a similar result. If we're not willing to acknowledge and accept that, then this market is going to eat us up. There's a reason that NAR predicts 30% of the real estate agents will be out of the business by next year. 30%. Guys, that's like five, 600,000 agents gone. That's a lot. I'd be willing to bet when the renewals come out for National Association of Realtors for all the dues, we'll see a massive chunk of real estate agents that have already given up. They just still have their license because the, the fees weren't due again. There's a, the number of agents, I saw a stat, it was like 600,000 agents hadn't sold a house this entire year of 2022. Those aren't your competition, right? Those people are not selling houses. They're not your competition. And so those people are not going to make it in this market, right? You have to be able to take action and build a clear plan. So there's another thing that my buddy Coach Pipe says that I think is crucial. The purpose of business is to fund a great life. When planning your business, don't forget to plan your life. Too many of us spend all of our time focusing our business plans on metrics and KPIs. And don't get me wrong, I can KPI you to death. Like, I, I love numbers. However, the why behind the what is way more important. So you need to set a clear plan. They need to be clear, specific, actionable, measurable, and realistic for this market. And the purpose of business is to fund a great life. If you don't plan your life, what is is the purpose of having a great business if you don't have a great life, right? I I preach all the time that work-life balance is bullshit. There is no such thing. It's all one life. So you might as well enjoy what you do. You might as well do what you do so you can help other people, so you can um, serve a higher purpose. You can give back. You can get that that goosebump feeling that I get all the time by doing the things that I'm very passionate about. And so you can fund a great life. You can have great vacations. You can have great time with your family. You don't have to worry about buying back to school clothes because you're financially set. Whatever those things are, you don't have to worry about student loans or your mortgage or any of that stuff because the purpose of business is to fund a great life. And life is hard to be great when you're stressed about finances, when you're stressed about this, you're stressed about that. So if you're willing to build a plan and take action on that plan, you can build a great business to fund a great life. All right, so I'm going to share a document with you guys. Here is what I use to build a life So I call it my life plan. This is what I do first and foremost. I'm going to do a business plan. I'm going to plan my life before I plan my business. I don't think I need, I think I hit that enough. You guys understand. I will share this. I'll drop these links um, in the chat. um, If the chat will allow me since it's blocked. Um, I'll tell you what I'll do. Everyone that registered, I'll send this out via email. So you guys can have this after the webinar. Um, I'll make a note here to email that out. And uh, when you get that email, this just go through this. This is, I want you to look back and look at this. This is what I asked myself when I looked through this document. At the end of 2023, I want to look back and say, here's, here's where I'm going to plan for the end of 2023. I want this, this, and this to happen with my family and my relationships. 
here's my clear, specific, actionable result I want at the end of 2023. I'm going to plan it. I'm going to visualize it. I'm going to really put some deep thought into it as I plan my life. And then I'm going to plan my business to accomplish those things. So this has to be clear and specific. You can't say, hey, I want to have a better relationship with my kids. What does a better relationship with your kids look like? What does that mean? Go deep with self. Same thing with physical, vitality, health is wealth, my friends. The better, the better you feel, the more productive you are, period. So that's very, very crucial. Spiritual, mental. What, what mental things do you want to do, right? Financial, what financial goals do you want to have at the end of the year? Why is that important? And what social fun and travel do you want to do? What do you do for fun? Remember, the purpose of business is to fund a great life. So what do you want to accomplish in life? What do you want to enjoy in life? What do you want to experience? What fun do you want to have? Who do you want to have it with? It needs to be very, very clear on what that is. Here's a trick when you visualize things. Most people visualize things and they're very, very broad. Visualization works. The power of visualization is real. I was talking to one of my new agents. We just recorded a podcast, um, and uh, and he's been he's been licensed for six months. He's going to close thirty houses this year. Been licensed six months. He was buyer's agent of the month for the number one team in the state of Missouri, which is our team. Last month, buyer's agent of the month, and he was on a podcast. I didn't know this until after the podcast was over. He said, "Yeah, it's crazy how you can make your visions come true." I said, "What do you mean?" He said, why in December of last year, when I was building my one and three and five year plan and my one year plan, I said, I want to be buyer's agent. I want to be agent of the month. I wasn't even an agent yet. I want to be agent of the month and I want to be on a podcast. And here I am. I've done both. Because he had a vision. And he chased it down and accomplished it. Building that vision for yourself and your life is so crucial. And then also, this is very important. How do you want to contribute to the world? What do you want to give back to? Give you a real life example. We just went one of the most fulfilling things I get to do every single year. We went and uh, um, spent quite a bit of money contributing to Toys for Tots. Took took most of my team that wanted to, all my team that wanted to go. We went on a shopping spree. We had four or five carts full of stuff. We're going on. I'm going on another one later this week for a different office, just to give back and contribute to kids that are in need. Um, we had, oh, another one of our agents on our team um, had 30 kids, foster kids that we adopted them for Christmas that our team contributes and gives back. Like the purpose of business is to fund a great life. Do you know how good it feels to give? Like, what do you want to contribute to? It's not just about making money. It's about funding a great life. And this will help you plan that. So if you don't plan your life, business doesn't matter. So start here. I'll share this with you all. So you can have that. Uh, let's see if I missed anything here. So, We talk about this all the time with our clients, right? It's the why behind the what. At least I do. Um, and I speak to all my all my agents all the time. I coach. Quit focusing on the property. Focus on the, the, the motivation behind their intent. But I don't think we do that with ourselves. We script that with buyers and sellers. We practice and we train around it. But we don't go deep on the why with ourselves. I challenge you to go deep with self. Go deep. Why is that stuff mattered to you? Why is it important? What are those moments where you've got given yourself goosebumps, where you felt those chills, you felt excited and passionate and empowered? Go chase more of those. That's the stuff that lights you up. That's the stuff that you were put on this earth for. Build a life plan around that and business helps you do more of that. This stuff is crucial. Go deep with self. Uh, truly find your why in life. Find out what motivates you, why it's important and what impact it will have on your life. Right. Like what impact will that have? Why is why is giving back to these children important to me? Why does it make give me that feeling? I remember I was in a, a local chamber leadership thing, leadership Pulaski County, and um, we had a, a contribution thing that we do that they do every single year. Um, and we found these foster kids and we went crazy, went all in like I do everything. There's a reason my brand's called all or nothing. If I do it, I do it all. And we had something somewhere in the vicinity of over a thousand backpacks for these foster kids. Like they expected 20. We went all out and got donations from the amazing people in our community. A lot of these kids didn't have, not only did they not have backpacks, they didn't have coats for the winter. They didn't have winter boots. Like there was a lot of things that they needed that they didn't have. 
And I was able to give back not only because of our great community, but financially also, also I was able to give back because of, I don't know how else to say, but status. When I go to a business and I ask for a donation because of the contributions I make in the community, they take it serious and they want to help a good cause as well because of the relationships that I built in the community. And that's all around part of funding a great life. Like we've been making a way bigger difference and impact on this world than you realize. It's so important to go deep there. So at the end of, at the end of 2023, what do you want to see in each of those areas? Those goals need to be smart. You guys should write this down. Smart goals, specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and timely. One more time, smart, specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and timely. All right, so the business part of setting a plan, you need to build a plan for your business as well. Yes, it's to fund a great life, but you also, this isn't just rah-rah stuff. I'm gonna go tactical with you guys. And I'm gonna go into what do you need to do on a daily basis to accomplish your goals in real estate? Now that you know why you wanna accomplish it, which is the most important part, how do we dissect that and break that down into daily chunks of what do I need to do today, every single day for the next 365 days to accomplish that? So, you need to build a clear plan of your KPIs, number of dials, number of conversations, appointments set, appointments met, signed, under contract, and closed. And if you don't have data from the past of that, start tracking it now. You need those numbers so you can build a business and build a plan on purpose versus on accident. And then you reverse engineer those to the actions that it will take. So I'll share some, I'll share some ratios with you. And again, these are um, some of these are real ratios for my team. And some of these are from uh, great people like Coach Pipes of what they coach to and what they've seen throughout the years. So on a real estate team, dials to conversations, um, anywhere between 15 and 25%, depending on what list you're calling, how aggressive you are, if you have an ISA team, 15 to 25% dial to conversation rate is what you can expect. Um, conversations to appointment set, this varies so drastically. So drastically, depending on market, depending on skill set, depending on lead source, there's so many variables here. So you need to support, you know, your numbers. Um, as an example, I asked Coach Pipes, he said he would plan for 60 conversations to one appointment. Talk to 60 people before setting one appointment. We are very, very fortunate in my market and my team with our great marketing team, the brand we've created, our great community that trusts us, the skill set of our amazing agents. We are at nine conversations to one appointment. So we blow that out of the water, but I'm adjusting that for next year. I think that's going to have to be way higher. And so figure out what those numbers are for you. Um, if, if you don't have numbers, go closer to Coach Pipes' numbers than, than our team's numbers, because I don't think ours are sustainable. Appointment set to met, him and I agree 70%. 70% of appointments you set should meet with. Most people will argue and say, well, Matt, mine's at 90%. And you think that's a good thing. That means you're not closing enough for the appointment. You're not, you are leaving appointments on the table if you have too high of a closing ratio. If you have too high of a set to met, that means you're not setting enough. You're not pushing enough for that appointment. You're not providing enough value to get over on those difficult to close or difficult to set appointments. And you're just taking the freebies. So 70% is a very good ratio. Now you can fluctuate up or down 10%, right? Met to sign, um, he says 50 to 70%. We're at 71%. People that you meet with face-to-face, -face, what value can you provide to them? Either get a buyer's agreement or a listing agreement signed right then. That's a very important metric for you to track your business. Uh, signed under contract. How many of those people that you get signed actually go under contract? Now, if, you have, if you're running a team, if you're a team leader, separate this for buyers and listing agents because they should be different. Right. Um, and that way you can track and coach through all this. Why is all these numbers are very, very important um, so that you can coach, improve um, in each of these areas, these little itty bitty adjustments. For example, if you go from signed to under contract, which we were at 72 percent year to date, if you go from 72 percent to 75 percent, that moves the needle massively for my organization. But it's just just three percent. Those little levers make a big, big difference. And so if you can go in depth and focus on those, they make a huge impact on your business. Uh, Coach Pipe said uh, they for the last year, for listings, it was 90% signed under contract. 
That makes sense, right? He said to expect moving forwards closer to 75%. So my 72 is signed for buyers and sellers to under contract. So that's the combination. But I recommend you separate each of these metrics if you run a team, buyers versus sellers. If you're an individual agent, just track it all the same. All right, next, number two is mindset. Guys, if you don't get your mindset right, then nothing else matters. You can have the best plan on the planet. But if you don't have the right mindset behind it, it's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. There's all these people that are getting ready to get ready and they have a great, greatest business plan on planet Earth. And it's 18,000 pages long and it goes super in depth into everything, but they never have the mindset to take the action. They never have the mindset to learn from the mistakes. They're, they're afraid to fail. They're afraid to try new things. They're afraid to put themselves out there. You have to have the mindset. And here's the mindset you need to adopt. We are all... Whoops. We are all new agents in this new market. You guys should write that down. I don't care if you've been in the business 50 years. We are all new agents in this new market. And if we don't humble ourselves to this changing market that none of us have ever seen anything like this before, you can say, well, I was around in 08 and I was around 35 years ago. It's not the same as it is today. It's different. And you need to humble yourself and realize that you don't control the market. And if you get your mindset right on what you need to do as a new agent in this new market and adapt to this market, you can adapt and overcome. The ones that change their mindset and adapt and overcome to this market are going to absolutely dominate and destroy their competition. Because the hardest thing for a human being to do is change. But if you're going to get your mindset and embrace the change that is needed and humble yourself to these changing conditions, you can absolutely dominate. So set proper expectations with yourself. As this market normalizes, your expectations need to adjust with the market. So as it continues to adjust, there's different markets and nuances. I have some, some markets that are down 5% that I coach. There's some markets that are down 55%. There's a lot of differences and nuances across the country. It's important that you adjust to your market. And you're also, um, you educate yourself, which we'll get to later is another point. Um, educate yourself and how you can educate yourself to make those predictions of where you think your market is going. It's going to take twice as much action to get a similar result. Result. Um, I said this 12, 16 months ago. This market's going to shift. It's going to come. This is not going to last forever. This is not sustainable. You better maximize it while you can. Every single agent I talk to, including myself, realizes we left a lot on the table. It was a massive opportunity. We lost so much opportunity during that crazy market that we could have taken advantage of. But I said then, when this market shifts, there's two things that are going to matter. Number one is the action you take. And number two is the skill set that you have. The best thing is, is that those are in your control. That's what you need to focus on every single day. What action am I taking? What skill sets am I working on? What skill sets do I have? We need to, so let me make this interactive here, guys. Let me, in the chat, in the Q&A, since the chat's not working, um, let me stop share. I would love for you guys to put in there, what do you think is the number one What's the number one trait of a successful real estate agent in this business? Go ahead and drop it in the chat. If you had to pick one trait, what is that, what is that trait? The number one trait of successful people in this business. Discipline, self-discipline, consistency, Grit, relationship builder, focus, discipline, grit, commitment. All of those are great. Great answers. Thank you guys for that. Um, here's the thing. None of you said, well, the market conditions. Well, you got to have a great marketing plan. Or you need the best presentation. You need the best leads. That's not what it takes. What it takes is within you. We all agree, agree with that. We just don't acknowledge it. My opinion, the number one trait to be successful in this business is grit. This business will chew you up and spit you out if you let it. So it's there's tough days, right? It takes perseverance. It takes grit. It takes pushing through those hard days. One of my mentors told me that success is not about what you do on the days that you feel good. Truly successful people in, in life get up and do it anyways, especially on the days they don't feel like it. Your success in life is defined by what you do on those test days that you don't feel like doing anything. 
on that day where you don't want to get up and go to the gym on that day where you want to um, you don't want to make your phone calls when you don't want to follow up. You don't want to do your prospecting hour on those days that you don't feel like it, but you push through and do it anyway. That's where success is made on your test days. It takes grit. All right. Um, pull my screen back up here. Sorry, I'm going back and forth. I just don't want you guys to have to see a slideshow the whole time. It's very important that you guys set proper expectations with yourself. This market normalizes your expectations need to adjust with the market. Again, it's going to take twice as much action to get a similar result. There's a saying that I've heard multiple times, and I'm going to read it so I don't mess it up. Tough times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. And weak men create tough times. It's a vicious cycle of the American economy. When times get tough, we as the American people get tougher. Those strong men create great times. Those great times create weak men. I hate to say it, but it's the truth. We're in that great times create weak men portion. It's time that weak times are here. Weak times are here. It's time to be tough because tough men pull us out of this as the American people, as a real, as a real estate business. It's time to get down to the grit and control what you can control. Anything is possible in this world, right mindset, guys. Um, many of you uh, probably heard some of my story, but like I, I'm very, very fortunate to that you guys even showed up to this webinar. Like it's, um, I come from a small town. I had 30 kids in my graduating class. Um, I come from a point in my life. I had a newborn baby at home, completely broke, no food in the fridge, uh, two months behind an electric bill. And uh, there was a moment in my life where completely broke. I'm holding my six week old daughter walking in the hospital so she can say her goodbyes to my wife because she was on her deathbed. She had 24 hours to live. Completely broke. I pulled through. My wife pulled through, by the way. Everything's great. Um, we have two beautiful little girls now. But tough times happen to all of us. It's about how do you persevere? What grit do you have to push through? Anything is possible in this world. Anything is possible. Here's the proof. The last recession, 17% increase in the number of millionaires. In 08, one of the worst recessions in the history of the world, 17% increase in millionaires. What lens are you looking through this market normalization? Is it happening to you or for you? Are you going to be a victim or a victor? Are you going to take advantage of this opportunity? Are you going to look at this like, oh, well, this market's shifting. Um, I guess I need to get a real job. Are you going to look at this like the opportunity that it is? In addition to 17% increase in millionaires, 19% increase in their net worth. That is massive. That's in a year's time, by the way. You tell me what investment gets you 19% year over year in the worst economic times in America. Those that saw the opportunity, that's who, because it doesn't exist today. All right, um, I'm going to tell you a quick story. Uh, this is from Coach Pipes. I've been sharing a lot of stuff from him because he's, uh, he's the genius on this tactical stuff. And uh, he's given me a lot of knowledge that I want to pass through um, to you guys is he talks about um, his health journey. He's lost 30 or 40 pounds. Him and I've got a thousand dollar bet going right now who can get to uh, a certain weight first. Um, and I'm definitely going to dominate him. So um, hopefully if you guys come to sales mastery, you see him uh, announcing me as the winner on stage. That's the goal. Um, but uh, so he's been running because of that. And he, he talks about, tells a story about how he uh, used to be a guy that ran to get in shape. But at some point he transitioned from I'm Bill, a guy that runs to build the runner. It's a mindset shift. He's no longer a guy who runs. He's a runner because he's built the habit. He enjoys it. He's become a master of it, right? I would. I want to ask you with that story. Are you an agent who sometimes prospects? Are you a prospector? Because we all agree it's going to take action and skill in this market to win. But are you going to act on accident or on purpose? Are you going to become a prospector? Are you going to become a salesperson? Are you going to be the most skilled agent in your marketplace, the most educated agent, the most action-taking agent in your marketplace? 
If you do those, you are going to dominate. Like nobody can argue that if you're the most skilled, you have the most educated, you take the most action, you're going to win, regardless of what the market does. Nobody can argue that that is incorrect. Are you willing to do it? That's the question. All right, number three, control the controllables. Guys, we can't control what happens in the marketplace. Quit playing the damn victim card. Quit being the victim of your circumstances. Become the victor. I saw someone in the Q&A. Sounds like more opportunity for us. I love it. I love that mindset. That's how you dominate. When the market tanks and everyone else gives up, you go all in. And you double down on what you know works, what you can control. We can't control the interest rate. We can't control um, the recession. We can't control, apparently, the White House. There's a lot of things we can't control. But what we can control is our attitude, our effort, our energy, our enthusiasm, the actions we take, the skills we build. Focus on yourself. Look in the mirror. Control what you can control. Become the best version of you. Become the most skilled version of you. Become the most energized, enthusiastic version of you. And you will win. Instead of sitting back and pointing, well, this real estate market's really tough. Our market dropped 22%. We increased 35% market share. 25% increased the, the month before. I said a year ago, when this market shifts, I can't wait. I hope it happens tomorrow. I'm excited for it. Let's go. Because I see the opportunity. But you have to be willing to put in the work during that opportunity. It's not going to happen on accident. But control the controllables. Quit letting outside factors ruin your life. Don't play the victim card. Become the victor. Here's one of my favorite quotes. You guys should take a screenshot and write this down. Anyone can win in a changing and challenging market. Not everyone will, but anyone can. One more time. Anyone can win in a changing and challenging market. Not everyone will, but anyone can. Guys, it's times like this that there's zeros that become heroes. Unfortunately, they all, the, the opposite is also true. There are heroes that become zeros because they don't adapt. They don't change. And they become victims of the marketplace. Don't become a victim. We have enough of those in this world. So the choice is yours. Are you going to be a winner? Let me know in the Q&A. Are you going to dominate in this changing market? Are you going to become a victim or a victor? Let me know in the Q&A. Number four is mastery. Guys, we are the world's worst as real estate agents. Like it, you guys drive me nuts. Like, don't get me wrong, wrong. I love change. I love new things. I love innovation. I love technology. But quit trying to find the silver magic bullet. It does not exist. Master one thing at a time and then add another layer. Master it, add another layer and master it. We spend way too much time trying to find that magic lead source. Like as a coach, um, as a, a top producing team leader, I get calls and I, I love giving back. And so I talk to a lot of people across the country on a daily, weekly basis in different, different phases and facets. And the number one question I continue to get is what lead source, what lead source should I use? What lead source is performing best for you? Guys, that's the most, that's the most used question that I get. And it's the worst question on the planet. Because if you're, in, if you're in Florida, you're in Texas, you're in New York, you're in California, what does my lead source in small town Missouri have to do with your area? Like, we need to control the controllables, not try to find that magic lead source. The quality of the lead is determined by the skill set of the agent, period. You give me Facebook leads all day long that people say are junk, I will close the shit out of them. Because I will stay consistent. I know how to, I have the skill set. I have the persistence and I know how to help them. There's a process for all this. You have to be master of your craft. Pick one script and master it. Quit being the jack of all trades and be the master of your craft. Here's my, here's my super complex equation to mastery. You learn it, you do it. Then you can teach it. Once you can teach it, now you can say you have mastered it. But if you, there's a big, big gap between doing and teaching, just so you guys understand. You got to do it over 
and over and over and get your reps in before you can teach it. But once you can teach it and you can teach it well, now you can move on to the next thing. Now you can add in another script. Now you can add in another lead source. Now you can add in another strategy versus trying to be the master or the be the jack of all trades and just hopefully something falls through the cracks. I'll tell you what's falling through the cracks is buyers and sellers. You're, you're adding everything to your funnel and hoping something falls out the bottom. Well, it's falling out the sides and the top is people that are actually interested in buying and selling real estate, but you haven't mastered that one craft for what how they came in to actually convert them and help them. Become a master of your craft. Um, let's see. So here's an example that let me give you real life tactical stuff. So here's something that we did in um, uh, one of our Monday Mayhem sessions, which we'll hit on in just a second, is we actually had an all day prospecting with our team. We laid it out and uh, built a process around it. Um, and we set 37 appointments in one day. We applied this principle of mastery. We focused on one single type of lead, focused on one single script. We did it over and over and over and over again, all day long. 37 appointments in December while we're in a recession, while interest rates have doubled. Because we mastered one thing. Mastery wins every single time. Let me know in the chat if you'd like a uh, like some more insight on what that uh, what that looked like, what that process was. There we go. I see a lot of victors in here. Love it. Here's here's another thing where people go wrong with mastery is you haven't mastered it in a day. Nobody's that good. I'm sorry. It takes a it's it's consistent effort over a period of time. And then mastery has levels too. You become the master and then you learn something new and you keep adding to your mastery level, right? Like you get a different belt in karate or whatever it is, right? You can continually to develop that skill as well. So do it for a period of time. Don't do it for a day. Don't do it for three days. Don't do it for a week and then add another one. Become a true master of it. Go in depth. Again, deep, right? Depth matters. Depth equals success. Mastery beats overwhelm and shiny object syndrome every single time. I'm going to say that again. Mastery beats overwhelm and shiny object syndrome every single time. Become a master. And once you become a master, now add in something else. All right. Uh, point five, education. Guys, you must focus on educating yourself every day in this market. It has to be a, a focus. It has to be something that you are doing daily. Honestly, you should do this anyway as an agent, right? Especially during these changing times. We should be the masters of our, of our market at all times, but especially during these changing and challenging times. Because if we don't, if we are not the news source for our buyers, our sellers, our community, what are they listening to? They're listening to mainstream media. What kind of picture are they, are they painting right now? Are they painting that it's a good time to buy or sell real estate? Are they painting that um, anything that is positive at all in the world? No, because positivity doesn't sell. It is your responsibility to your community as a real estate professional to be the expert. And you only get that through education. You must focus on educating yourself every day. We should do this anyway as agents, but especially in these changing times, we owe it to our clients and our communities to be the expert. Um, let me go back one. So here's here's a, some tips that we've we've implemented with education is number one, I just I had a sales meeting today. Um, and what I did is well, I went super in depth on how to find these stats, where these stats are. We run stats as a team for our, our marketplaces. Uh, month over month, year over year, uh, county by county, just different things so that we can be the resource for our agents so they can be the resource for their clients. Uh, we shoot video content around that. We send that out. Um, we want to be we want to be the expert. We want to be the go-to for anything real estate related, right? We need to be the expert in our community. Are you looking for good resources? Of course, your MLS has that data. 
um, that you can dig into and find. Um, KCM, Keeping Current Matters, is also a great resource that has a lot of great national stats, um, a lot of predictions for the market. Super, super valuable content there, blogs, infographics, different things that you can pick from. So uh, make sure to check out Keeping Current Matters. It's a great resource. But it's important that you, you are the lighthouse in the storm. If you don't educate your clients, they are relying on mainstream media for, the, for, their, for their information, like I said. So be the lighthouse. You're the calm in the storm. You are the consistent message that's giving them value, right? Um, once you become educated, and then you can actually help them solve their problems. If you're not educated, you can't help them solving problems. My simple definition of sales is solving problems. But we as salespeople don't go deep enough to find the problem. We get our first uh, sales skepticism answer that we call an objection, even though it isn't. We think we solve it and then we go set the appointment and then we wonder why they ghost us. We don't go deep enough in the conversation, right? And we have to be able to educate ourselves so we can actually find their problems and then solve their problems through education and real data. Once you have a problem, so say as an example, we get someone I think did that in the Q&A at the beginning is, well, what do we do with interest rates going through the roof? Those 37 appointments that we set, we opened every conversation with interest rates. Hey, I know you've probably heard a lot of information about interest rates right now. What if I told you that interest rates had the largest drop in a day's time since the 1960s? Were you aware of that information? Oh, in addition to that, interest rates have also dropped consistently, consistently for the last four weeks. That's equated to, I don't remember the number, over one, one point, whatever it is. Were you aware of that information? Oh, I didn't think so. Because mainstream media doesn't tell them. It's up to us to educate them. Then once you have their trust, now you can find programs to solve their problem. Their problem is they want to buy a house, but they can't afford it because of interest rates. Well, interest rates have dropped, so their house becomes more affordable. Now you can find great programs that other people offer that you create to get creative now that you have that trust with them to help them solve their problem. But you sell through education in this market. You have to educate yourself so you can educate others. All right, number seven, uh, sorry, number six is role play. If you don't have a consistent focus on practicing your role play daily, then you are ultimately practicing on your clients and they deserve better. Quit practicing on your clients. We are fortunate enough in this business to be able to help people with the biggest purchase or sale of their life in most cases. Take it serious. If you practice over and over and over again, when the game happens, guess what? It just becomes natural to you. It's way easier to dominate, especially in this market. Um, here's some tips on role play, guys. You need to have the energy up. Stand up and role play. Don't sit down. Stand up, get the energy up. Um, you need to also um, create excitement, create excitement in your environment, environment whether it's um, uh, music in the background, whatever it may be, right? Get some excitement going. And this is where it becomes mastery. You need to learn it first. So the first thing you need to do for role play is you need to read yourself the script a couple of times to yourself silently. Then you can read it out loud and then you can role play. If you're role-playing a new script, this is the first time you've ever read it, how good do you think that role-play is going to be? You need to have that internalized. We've heard that through every training we've ever been to. They said, internalize the script. But we never do it. Read it yourself. Internalize it. Understand it. And then you can, once you have it internalized, you can base your next question based upon their response versus getting stuck. And um, uh, 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 I don't know what to say. When it's internal, when it's in here, you can actually have a valid conversation with someone and you can base your next question based upon how they responded to your last question. That's where you become a salesperson. I know role play doesn't sound sexy, but I promise you it is a huge, huge lever in your business that you're missing if you're not doing it daily. The agents on my team that show up every single day in role play, they're consistent on top of the leaderboard for a reason. Because they are masters of their craft. Quit practicing on your clients. Number seven, prospecting. Action wins in this market. We're in the action economy. Action and skill. Skill through education and through role play. That'll build your skill. Now you got to take action with that skill. 
prospect every single day. What does prospecting look like? A minimum of one hour a day. It's tunnel vision, guys. Not this prospecting. Well, I'm going to sit down and I'm, I made three calls during my prospecting hour. Nobody answered, so I'll just try again tomorrow. Guys, you have to have intent. You educate yourself on who you're going to call today. So find the holes in your database. Who, who can I call today? Whether it's new leads, whether it's recently active leads, whether it's follow-ups for hot swarms or nurtures, whether it's archives that you're going after, whether it's for sale by owners, whether it's expires, whether it's whatever it may be. Whatever lead source, you when you're in your prospecting hour, you find that one lead source that is a hole in your database. You educate yourself on the market around their need. You role play how the conversation is going to go and you build a list and you smile and dial. Your, your hour doesn't start until that list is uploaded and you make as much as you can and you go and you go with intent. We have a saying around here I learned from my friend Kelly Salter, stay in the box. When you're prospecting, don't hang up on the clients. More agents hang up on clients than clients hang up on agents. How do you hang up on a client? Well, I'll send you some properties. Let me know what you, if you see anything that you like. That's a hang up. Sending properties is dead. Hey, I'll follow up later is dead. There's only two ways to end an appointment. You set another appointment or you write an offer. That's it. That's the only way to end an appointment. How do you end a phone call? You set an appointment or you do everything you can to set the appointment or you set another follow-up. You set the appointment to meet in person or you set the appointment for a follow-up. That's how you end a phone call. Sending them properties does zero good. Go back to the very beginning. You need to focus on the why behind the what. Finding them the perfect property does not exist. Quit trying to find them the perfect property. You need to get to the motivation, go deep with them, build that relationship and that rapport on why they want to buy a property, what their timeline looks like and what could change in their situation. And oh, by the way, here's some education on the market. Were you aware that we had this program? Were you aware they had this program? Hey, another client that just like you had an amazing experience. They were actually, they were identical to you. They're moving from out of state. Everything in their story lines up exactly like yours. Here's what they did. And here's the success they had. I think we should probably do the same thing. Let's meet tomorrow to talk about it. Quit focusing on the property. The property does not matter. How many buyers right now that you've came in your database on that property actually bought the property they came in and asked a question or inquiry about? It's less than 1%, by the way, is the answer. Quit focusing on the property. They don't know what they want. It's our job to help them build a plan and figure out what works best for them. Once a week, prospecting day. Right now, we're doing Monday Mayhem, and we are crushing it. That's where those 37 appointments came from. And our leading indicators are through the roof. I think we can all agree that action wins. You need to build something that encourages and empowers and enrolls your team, your agents, yourself into the action that it's going to take to win in this market. Because the relationships that we are building, the conversations that we are have, having, the education we are providing is setting us up to absolutely dominate 2023. And you can do the same. If you aren't winning right now in this market, I'm going to give some tough love. If you aren't winning in this market, you need to look in the mirror. What action are you truly taking? Are you truly taking the action that it takes to be a winner in this market? Or are you just showing up? There's this, there's this saying that, hey, showing up is half the battle. Guys, that's bullshit. Showing up is zero of the battle. Showing up as being present, showing up as getting a participation trophy. That's not going to cut it in the real world. What are you doing when you show up? What is your intention? What skill sets are you building? What action are you taking? It's so, so crucial. Don't do the half-ass power hour. Like, don't, don't just go through the motions. You need to have tunnel vision. You need to be locked in, be on a mission during your power hour. And I'm, I'm going to stay in the box. I'm going to have this best conversation. I'm going to get uncomfortable. And I'm going to set a bunch of appointments. Um, let's see. There's also, there's this, guys, there's this thing that just drives me nuts. And I'm going long here. I'm sorry. But this, um, I'm almost done. 
quit trying to be busy. Quit wearing busy like it's a badge of honor. You don't get a trophy for being busy. I don't care if you're a busy real estate agent. I care what you produce. So instead of being busy, strive to be productive. Massive, massive difference. Quit wearing busy like the badge of honor and instead be productive. All right, um, let's get back to the slides. Number eight, what does your follow-up cadence look like? And a lot of you may be watching this being like, well, this sounds like getting back to the basics. The fundamentals win every time, just so you guys know. Mastery of the fundamentals. So week one of Monday Mayhem, here's a real story of our team. We set 17 appointments and I was super proud of my team. But our focus was new leads. Our focus was people that were back active on the site. Our focus was people that we haven't talked to yet. 17 appointments in a day, that's something to celebrate. The next week, we changed it up. I found a hole in our database for follow-ups. People had already told us they wanted to buy or sell real estate, but we hadn't set an appointment with them yet. So we mastered an appointment setting dialogue script. We mastered the education we were going to deliver. We mastered the conversation we were going to have around interest rates. And we over doubled our appointment set with the same activity the very next week. Guys, it's mastery that wins. So the fortune is in the follow-up. So what does your follow-up cadence look like? Let me know in the chat right now. Um, are you guys' leads down right now? In your market, same budget, same thing. Have your lead? Have you been getting less leads than you were used to? Are your leads down? Yes or no? Are your leads down in your current market? I got someone says yes, less leads. Yes, yes, less leads. Cool. So that's what I'm seeing as well. Um, very, 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 very few people are maintaining leads or growing. Um, everyone is less leads, same spend. So first and foremost, that's normal. Let's go back to the education. Where do leads come from? People clicking things, inquiring, et cetera. There's a lot less clicks and inquiries. Like I just called my Zillow rep, like their traffic is down 50%. So it's not just you. It's not your team leaders, not your marketing team. It's the market. That's why it's important that you become the education source and give them the real news, not let mainstream media paint the picture for them, right? So good news for you. Leads are down. So what do we do? How do we dominate 2023 with less leads, Matt? It's simple. The fortune is in the follow-up. Every single one of us have buyers and sellers in our database that wanted to buy, that wanted to sell, but haven't pulled the trigger yet. One thing or another. Buyers right now is probably because they didn't want to compete. The last two years, they had to compete to buy a house. They had to pay over asking price. Home prices were growing so rapidly, right? There's a lot of things that a lot of buyers sat on the fence and waited. There's a lot of sellers right now. They're like, man, I wish I would have. They still need to sell, but they're not doing it because they're waiting to see what happens with the market. They're waiting for the dust to settle. It is your opportunity, your job to come in and be the resource. And you can be the hero by educating them on what is actually going on, giving them value and providing a solution to their problem. My definition of sales is solving a problem. Find their problem, solve it, you make a sale. You can solve it through education. You can solve it through action. You can solve it through your skill sets. There's a lot of ways to solve their problems. A new program that you've created to help out your buyers or sellers. There's a lot of things going on right now that people are just panicked and freezing. You, When people are going the panic and freezing route, you need to go all in on action and skill. So much opportunity right now. So make sure you re-engage your database. Um, all, everyone that's crushing it right now is just crushing it, including our team massively on the follow-up game. So it would be your traditional ABC buyer seller, right? They already told you they wanted to buy or sell within the next 30 days, 90 days, six months, 12 months, but they haven't pulled the trigger yet. That's who you focus on. And you go all in on that. You go through, an, we have an appointment setting dialogue that we go through that provides them value and closes the appointment. 
Um, like some lenders right now have a five-year refinance and no lender fees. They're offering that because lenders are hurting too, right? So like they can, uh, you can have a conversation around that with a buyer, right? If you have a, they're like, well, interest rates are really high. I think they're going to drop in the next year. So I'm just going to wait. Hey, actually, um, good news. I completely understand that. But you love this house, right? What if you can refinance in the next five years when those interest rates do drop and you can still secure this house and you can refinance at no cost? That's pretty appealing. They didn't know it existed. There's a lot of lenders that are getting creative with uh, buy-down programs, different things like that that you should look into. There's a lot of resources available for the public right now to help during this market because everyone is hurting. And so take advantage of that. Be the resource and educate. But you need to have, you need to have a follow-up cadence with your leads. How often do you have a conversation with your hots? How often do you have a conversation with your warms? How often do you have a conversation with your cools? And what value are you providing? Most agents struggle with what value do I provide? I talked to them last week. What do I tell them this week? There's no new properties on the market. Guys, you can provide them value on market updates. What's going on in the market? Update on interest rates. Update on a KCM article. Update on one of their neighbor's properties just came on the market. Another buyer or seller that's similar to their situation. There needs to be a value exchange in these follow-ups, as well as a relationship building aspect. Get to know them. Get to know their why behind the what. Get to know their family. Get to talk to them about their kid's soccer game. Build that relationship and relationships are going to win. The fortune is in the follow-up. All of your appointments right now are in your follow-ups. That's it. That's where the massive hole is in every database that I see, including mine. The good news is those new leads that are registering are super high intent because they know what's going on in the news too. So make sure to take those very serious and act on those quickly. But the follow-up game has to be strong right now. Um, number nine, past clients, easy CMA per day. Real estate agents, a lot of them, not everyone, a lot of them don't focus on their past clients like a lead source. I encourage you to treat your past clients like a lead source. As an example, we're doing a Cookies with Santa event. Um, we invited all our past clients. We have over almost 200 people registered to come. There's 200 people that have bought or sold real estate with us that we're going to get face-to-face -face with to provide value so their, their kids can see Santa. They can eat cookies, take a picture. That is a value add for our community. That is a value add for our clients. We are staying top of mind. Build a past client plan. Here's one way to, um, to provide value. I feel like a lot of sellers uh, aren't, are homeowners, buyers turned into homeowners that are going to be future sellers because every homeowner is a seller, right? It just depends on the timing. Here's a strategy you can use. Provide them value. Don't wait on them to reach out to you. Provide them value with a market update of market analysis of their home. There's a CMA, easy CMA strategy that we use. It works great. Provide them value. And the scripting goes something to the effect of, hey, you know, we've, we've uh, hey, Bob, we've really just dropped the ball here. Um, as your real estate professional, real estate team, we just, we've realized that there's a hole in our process. And just like my financial advisor keeps me in tune with my investments, my retirement accounts, I think that it's just as important, if not more important for me as a real estate professional to keep you in tune with what the value is of your home on a month to month, quarter to quarter, year to year basis. And so I want to apologize for not doing that. But here's what I took the liberty to do. I created a quick CMA. I just, it's actually in your email when you get off this phone, if you want to take a look at it. Once you look through that, if you'd like to discuss that more in person, I'd be happy to stop by and go more in depth. But I just wanted to do that service of providing you that value. They're going to remember that. You're going to stick out. Little things like that to provide value make a big, big difference. So um, here's the steps of the easy CMA, just so you guys are aware. Number one, do a CMA, right? Uh, number two, send in an email. The subject line needs to be something to get them to open, right? Um, you need to shoot a text, a text template of, hey, I just sent you, um, sent you over the value of your home, thought it would be useful. Follow up with a phone call, go through the role play that I just went through. And then follow up, follow up after the phone call if they don't invite you over. Continue to follow up. Continue to provide value. Be the resource. Be the lighthouse. Educate them. Number 10. This is the freebie. 
celebrate your wins, schedule yourself a badass vacation, because if you dominate 2023, you deserve it. What's your dream vacation? Put that on your life plan. Schedule it. Get it in the books. You need to get get inspired. I don't know where the disengage came from. That's not what I meant to put. Um, oh, yeah, I did. Sorry. Um, disengage from work on this badass vacation. Give yourself that break, but you need you better have earned it. Celebrate your wins. Disengage from work. Get inspired. Get re-inspired. Get re-energized, re-motivated. And then you have something to work towards. We don't work this hard to just work this hard. The purpose of business is to fund a great life. So build a great life. 